Specific notice of meeting of the 28th day of October has been provided for resolution adopted by this board at regular meeting held on June 24th by electronic mailing to the Star Ledger's daily records and the record for posting on the county website by filing a copy of sale by March 23rd and Roll call. Director DiFilippo. Here. Deputy Director Cicero. Here. Freeholder Crickets. Here. I'm sorry, Freeholder Cabana. Here. Freeholder Lyon. Here. Freeholder Mastrangelo. Oh, you did. Oh, Mr. Picky. Yeah, Mr. Crickett said hello. I mean, here for me. Okay, if we could just stand to the side. Okay, we can fly. We can fly. We can fly. We can Warm? No one who's 6'3 could be the council of this year. Okay, Whereas, pursuant to the Open Public Meetings Act, the board of chosen three holders of the County of Morris and the state of New Jersey may exclude the public to discuss matters as provided under the Act, NJSA 10-4-12B. Now, therefore, be resolved that this board exclude the public in order to discuss 11 such matters. One, um, solar. Two, as it pertains to labor negotiation contracts and terms of time privilege, discuss public safety academy increases into the municipal dispatch services. Uh, three, as it uh, pertains to contracts to discuss development of a, of a three-year agreement with municipal dispatch services of the public trainees, public safety training academy. Four, as it pertains to attorney-client privilege to discuss the status of the new burn building um, and the public safety academy. Five, as it pertains to contracts and attorney-client privilege to discuss the 2016 <coughs> contract. Six, as it pertains to labor negotiation contracts and attorney-client privilege to discuss the status of proposed labor contract PBA 151. Seven, as it pertains to labor negotiations contracts and attorney-client privilege to discuss matters for the uh, proposed labor contract PBA 298. Eight, as it pertains to labor negotiations, contracts, attorney client privilege, to discuss the status of proposed labor contracts with the Correction Supervisor <coughs> Superior Officers Association. Nine, as it pertains to labor negotiations, contract, and attorney client privilege, to discuss the status of proposed labor contracts with the Sheriff and Corrections Civilian Workers Association. Ten, as it pertains to the appointment to the Morris County College, County Morris College. Uh, Eleven, as it pertains to personnel to discuss appointment to the Morris County uh, Vocational uh, School District Board. Uh, the board reserves the right as the board exchanges ideas related to the above matters in an attempt to develop an appropriate plan of action as it may be suggested by individual freeholders or staff members to broaden the discussion in an attempt to arrive at non-binding consensus provided that such broadening of such discussions uh, continues within uh, the limits set forth in the statute. Matters uh, discussed in executive session shall be made public at the earliest point in time, and the need for confidentiality for such matters shall no longer uh, be necessary. We have further resolved that this resolution shall take effect immediately and be in full force uh, from and after its passage. Thank you. Can I have a motion to go into closed session? Gentlemen. Tonight we were in the um, midst of a rather uh, lengthy discussion and we wanted to wrap it up uh, so that our staff could be prepared for uh, the um, public
study session later on. So uh, I appreciate your patience. Uh, we're going to start tonight with a presentation. Um, the presentation tonight, talk about Lucky 7. Um, we have with us tonight is Michael Weinstein, who is a survivor of pancreatic cancer. Uh, we'll be giving a proclamation tonight, um, but I want to tell you some very sobering facts about pancreatic cancer. Um, it's the fourth leading cause of cancer death in our nation. The five-year survival, survival rate once a person is diagnosed is just 7%. So talk about that. Um, it will afflict more than 40,000 Americans in 2015, and 73% of them will die within one year. Um, not listed here. It's something that a doctor once told me when a family member, um, we were told a family member, had pancreatic cancer, and he had told us that it was the most painful, um, just a horrible um, diagnosis to have to receive. Um, and that's not mentioned here, but um, I remember that so vividly when we were told that. Um, so in any event, as freeholders, we'd, we'd like to just um, shine a spotlight on the disease of pancreatic cancer. And with us tonight, we're going to invite Michael Weinstein to join us. Um, he is the teacher and the affiliate coordinator for Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. More importantly, as I said, Michael is a survivor of pancreatic cancer, um, who in 20, uh, 2005 was told he had three to six months to live, and he's now a 10-year survivor. So um, that's uh, wonderful news. And uh, with that, I'd like to introduce Michael and ask my colleagues to come up to the front. Um, but I should be... Um, before we do that, Michael, I understand you want to tell us a little bit first about, um, you have a walk coming up. We do. Would you like to sit down, make yourself comfortable, sure. and just tell us a little bit about that before we uh, give you your time? Okay. Well, it's uh, a pleasure to be back here in Morris County before the Freeholder Board. I want to thank you once again for allowing me to speak here tonight. Um, Morris County is very dear to us. This is uh, the sixth year we've scheduled a Purple Stripe Walk in Parsippany, so in Morris County, and um, only the fifth year we're going to actually have it because of Sandy one year. But, but um, it will be held on November 8th on uh, at the Mac Business Campus on Route 10, right off of 287, right behind uh, the Hilton Hotel there. And we hope to have a successful um, walk again. Last year we had almost 2,500 walkers, and we raised over $350,000. So we hope to improve on that this year. Weather committee, we should have a successful walk once again. Um, I also would like to tell you a little bit about my story, which you um, mentioned. I, I went in to the emergency room two days after Thanksgiving with a routine case of diverticulitis. And the routine scan showed that I also had a tumor in my pancreas. Um, as, as you had mentioned, it was a very bleak uh, outcome for me, as it is with most patients. Uh, some of those other uh, revealing numbers are that 50% Die within six months of their diagnosis, and another, and another 73% uh, die within the first year. 
So it's, it's not only the 7% five-year survival rate that is just horrendous, but how quickly the other deaths do occur. Um, the reason for this is there is no early detection for method for pancreatic cancer, and there's only limited uh, treatment options once you are diagnosed. Uh, there are no, um, no outward, many times there are no outward symptoms from pancreatic cancer, and many people, such as myself, are diagnosed because of other problems that they go in for to see a doctor. And many times when the pain does manifest itself, it's mistaken as other problems because the pancreas is a hidden organ. It's behind the stomach, and many times it's back pain and or stomach pain, and doctors tend to look for other problems before the um, pancreas is, is uh, looked at, as well as uh, many times it's after it's advanced to the liver and jaundice sets in that it is diagnosed. So we are we are having a World Pancreatic Cancer Day this year. It's on Friday, November 13th. Uh, we hope to get the word out uh, worldwide. Uh, there are many organizations who are going to be involved in this. So I would ask everyone here tonight if they can recall, remember that on November 13th, wear something purple. Um, when someone asks you, tell them why you're wearing something purple. We hope to have many of the newscasters, many of the TV hosts wearing purple that day. We have a number of our volunteer volunteers coming in from Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, from all around to go into Manhattan that day and try and be seen on the morning shows. Good Morning America. Last year we were at the Today Show in the outside with signs. So. We are waging a hope to try and change the outcome for pancreatic cancer patients. Uh, you did mention that it's the fourth leading cause of uh, cancer death in America, but what also it's projected by 2020 to become the second leading cause of cancer death in America. And the number of cases continue to rise, the number of cases of uh, deaths continue to rise. The 40,000 uh, plus number that you gave us, the number of deaths actually that uh, projected this year with over 49,000 new cases being um, diagnosed. So this is a, a wonderful um, joint effort to raise awareness, to bring awareness to Morris County about this horrendous disease and hopefully from there, we can go forward and continue to make progress. Our goal from the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, which is the only national organization that has a comprehensive uh, plan to fight pancreatic cancer through patient services, uh, community outreach, uh, fundraising, and advocacy for a cure. And, and we are hoping to double the survival by the year 2020. So I want to thank the, I want to thank you, uh, Freeholder Director and the Freeholder Board for this proclamation declaring November 13th 
World Pancreatic Cancer Day in Morris County.
Good evening. I just want to remind everybody Friday is the Morris County Economic Development's annual business outlook forum at noontime, Park Savoy. Also that next Thursday, the 5th, the Tourism Bureau will have an open house at the Arboretum. It's in the evening. And on Monday, I think that's the 2nd, DEP is hosting a meeting at Lake Apacon. I believe Kathy's going for me. The Rector's also going. Sussex County's going as well, related to the weed issue. And the next freeholder meeting, as a reminder, will be Monday, the 9th of November, at the same time. It's holiday week, so we need to meet until 9th. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
there is no requirement for us to have an advisory board in order to use the state resources like the vehicles and equipment um, and also they do all of our West Nile virus testing. So it's my recommendation that there no longer be uh, a mosquito control advisory board, but I wanted to bring that to all of you. For me, a question is, um, I know that several of the people who served um, at the time that we did this transition were concerned, um, but you're saying they're not even uh, making a quorum, that you're not um, able to get enough. So has their, um, it sounds like their attitude may have changed about... Well, the first year, the uh, 2014, we had about six meetings, and um, you know some of the commissioners who had so much decision-making power originally they were signing checks and making personnel appointments were kind of like what do, what do we do as an advisory board and it was really just for the staff to report what what was going on because now all of those functions are served by the main county government um, the treasurer's office the administrator's office personnel so um, they're a wonderful group and we still have realtor Cesaro um, Maria Sheridan from the airport Mark Slap who used to run the division the commission then um, and Carlos Perez, our, our medical services exec, what is he, doctor. Um, so all of those people, as m much as they are willing to serve us, I'm sure that they would be fine not serving us because <laughs> they have other roles. Um, but I think that they would continue on if the board was to continue on. Yes. Director. Dean, uh, just a quick question. You may or may not know the answer. I know when we had the issue of changing uh, the uh, advisory board and it's from its original state we got a lot of calls from a lot of health departments mm -hmm. um, do you maybe know the temperature of how the different health departments in different towns are going to feel about this or should maybe we reach out to them what do you think so when we made the commission a division there was a lot of concern from the health officer community that's occurred and the division will stay as is. Okay. We kept the advisory board on just to have that, you know, the wisdom of the commissioners to lead us through that transition. And we figured we'd see how it went. And um, it wasn't until we got this last resignation that I really started thinking, huh, maybe it's good. And I've been looking for people to serve on that board, but obviously there's not, I shouldn't say obviously. There is not a lot of great interest in um, mosquito control people. It happens and it's wonderful, but people are not seeking to serve on that board as far as I can tell. So we already have two vacancies. This would make three vacancies. And I don't have any people in mind. So. Out of how many? So that, it's seven. Okay. So we would need all four members right now. We were actually in the process of we were going to adjust our bylaws so that our quorum would be based on the number of true members we had and not on the number of members we could have. And we haven't been able to meet in order to make that change to the bylaws. So we are struggling a bit. I'm open to other ideas, but it just seems that <coughs> this is a good way to go. Do you have any comments? Any other questions? <coughs> Everybody feel comfortable with the recommendation? It's, and you can certainly um, think about it, if you like. Um, what I can do is I can bring a resolution for your consideration at the next meeting. Okay, so, so to net it out, how many people are left on the uh, commission? Four. I mean, on the advisor, four. Okay. And they're all county staff, right? Um, except for, except for Maria. 
from the airport, yeah. Okay. And, and, and when it was a commission at, at the peak, how many people did we have on the... Seven. I don't know. Was it seven or was it nine? Do you remember, Doug? They were full banks, right? The commission? No, it would be a seven. Yeah, it was definitely wasn't nine. Okay, it was seven. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think it makes good sense to build a quorum back up and perhaps look at, uh, I mean, build the membership back up. Um, so we should maybe seek some candidates. Well, let me ask you this. Um, he wants how, to keep it going? When we were making the transition from commission to division, there was a mix all throughout the state of what the different counties have. Some, so there's a few commissions still out there, but some are divisions and they're in different areas of county government. <coughs> so as far as advisory boards to the divisions. Um, I don't know how many counties have those. Okay. Um, would everybody be comfortable uh, considering this and uh, have uh, sure. Dina work on a resolution and uh, we can discuss it further at our next meeting? Sure. Everybody comfortable with that? That's fine. Yep, that's fine with me. Okay. It's fine with me. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else you think is necessary? Actually, I'm done, but I'm glad uh, Diane Ketchum came back. I want to congratulate her family uh, this afternoon, 3 o'clock, new grandson, Clark William, 8 pounds, 13 ounces. I'm finished. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm distracted because my daughter, who's due very shortly, is trying to reach me. So I'm trying to see. Do I get no service? She's not getting any service. She's trying to outdo you, Diane. Seven twins. We got twins. No service. Forgive me. I don't normally do this, but I am on standby. So I am just going to say, you want me to leave the group? Three hundred crickets. Would you? Sure, just a few items. First, I want to thank the board for uh, the uh, resolution uh, last month opposing the gas tax. You may have seen that same day a poll came out showing well, almost by two to one, New Jersey was having the same feeling and got a very good response from our legislators. Not all of them, but for most of our legislators in Morris County. Um, also, we uh, have uh, discussed in closed about solar, and at our next meeting, we'll have more information for open. So we'll be able to provide that. Really, the council went over some of what was discussed at the Improvement Authority meeting uh, last week. Uh, but there'll be more documentation. I think uh, you've seen we disclose a lot of information and we'll be uh, moving forward uh, with more information at the next meeting on, on solar. Uh, so everything we talked about the, the earlier is still, still in a closed uh, session. Um, last week also, uh, after the Improvement Authority meeting, went to the uh, VOTEC open house which was terrific. They, I, I actually got there a little bit later because of the Employment Authority meeting where they had the second session going where they get them all in the gym and talk. And they said, we've never had a session before where the second session was filled. Wow. So the second session was filled. And the uh, mechanical engineering program at the County College of Morris was subscribed fully for this year. So, so that has also been uh, a success. If I could just stop you there for a moment. Um, I was approached by the mayor of Denville uh, that um, it was 
very heavily attended, and that parking was a real issue. For that night? For that night. That night, right. That um, would be, he wondered if it could have been split into two nights of open house. That's, that's probably a good suggestion. As he said, that it was just an enormous amount of traffic in that neighborhood. Yes. So, something to bring back to the board. I think that's, that's a good suggestion for, uh, for next year. But the traffic during the day has been better. So I was like, yeah. I know we're going to get through yeah. June. I know we're going to get through June. But you brought that up, Kathy, like, oh, no. <laughs> um, anyway, it was, it was a very, uh, very well-attended session from that point. It was a very positive there. Um, one other thing I would point out, and this was a memo that we received from Dean, and I think, uh, um, Mr. Bernardi, there's no, uh, we can disclose as far as the process for open space that, that we're going to receive those recommendations after the election, as in prior years, but we will be taking an action two weeks later. Uh, so everybody has a chance to, to review. So, so that would, Real that's that's would also be posted on the website at that point. At that point, right after the election. Correct. Did you mention I reported it? Yeah. Okay. I was just wanting to go through the details. No, of the no, process. I'm not trying. To, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of detail of the process. And then finally, I would also uh, note because uh, I see that our, our new health insurer is on their resolutions. So that Cigna is public because I saw Cigna. So we, uh, we did save a little bit of money uh, with Cigna versus the prior one in the process, but it still is an increase. However, we also, uh, the last meeting, reappointed our health insurance broker, Frankel Associates, and we appointed the health benefits manager. So you really now have the team in place to move towards self-insurance. So uh, it's going to hurt some in 2017, but the team is in place, I mean 2016, but the team is in place to work on self-insurance, which can be a huge saving, huge, as someone says out there, some political mm -hmm. figure, huge savings for uh, for 2017. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say who, who it is. No, just say you've saved. No, I did it twice. you got to be listening. you listen to me. Uh, significant savings going forward, and we have the team to do self-insurance. Everybody I've talked to around the state says this is a, a, a significant savings, and uh, so the team's in place to, to execute that plan. And that's my items. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, in regards to uh, information technology, the uh, uh, Capital Budget Committee was so kind to have me sit in today. Um, and uh, uh, our CIO did present uh, uh, information on, on virtual desktop, BDI. And, you know, essentially, uh, uh, you know, that's, a, that's a program project that uh, we do need to, uh, need to consider uh, why we're considering every other project that uh, is in the process being requested. Um, but uh, uh, there are a number of counties that are, 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 have implemented uh, uh, BDI and, and continue to implement or started to implement uh, right here in New Jersey. Uh, some of those counties are Sussex, Middlesex, Ocean, Hudson. Um, uh, and, and the benefits of BDI uh, uh, reduces cost of, uh, of the IT infrastructure and uh, reduces cost of the uh, countywide help desk uh, operation in, in various ways. It does provide greater uh, defense against uh, any type of catastrophic failures. Um, it enhances security. You know, we hear, hear about cybersecurity today and, um, uh, and the breaches uh, for lack thereof, and uh, that, that does contribute uh, to the uh, uh, security uh, uh, of our. IT uh, assets and our information. Um, it increases our bi business agility and mobility to, uh, uh, to deliver services uh, uh, differently and, and uh, perhaps quickly in some ways. 
and uh, it's a future proof of our architecture, uh, future architecture for cloud computing if, if we do uh, uh, deploy and employ a cloud computing model at some point. Um, so uh, you'll be hearing more about this, uh, uh, you know, I'd say during, during the coming months. Um, we are going to look at, uh, you know, with the treasurer, a, uh, uh, the return on investment of, of implementing um, this type of model to see if it does work or it doesn't work from a financial perspective. And uh, we'll hear more, more to come on, on that project. Um, the other night I was at a uh, uh, event for uh, some of us uh, were at in regards to uh, uh, a candidate's night, but uh, it was in Hanover. And, you know, they've done, the, as, as many of you know, they've done quite a job on economic development uh, in, in, that, uh, in that township, and they are a uh, you know, true model for uh, uh, not, not just uh, many municipalities here in Mars County, but uh, uh, they, they've gotten noticed uh, around the state uh, in, in a variety of ways because of that economic development. And um, uh, I just wanted to point that out as well. And I uh, look forward to the lunch on Friday. So thank you. Thank you. Freeholder uh, Lyons? Sure. Um, I just have one thing to report. I met with, um, along with Administrator Bernani and the Director of Human Services, Jen Carpenteri, with um, the interim CEO at the St. Clair's Hospital, as people probably have read in the press, they were acquired by Prime Healthcare, and we just want to emphasize that the county is here to help um, in any way that we can with uh, St. Clair's and their operations for the benefit of the public. I know that during Hurricane Sandy, um, as you can imagine, the when when the entire area has no power, there's big concerns with the major hospital institutions. Well, they all have generators, but what happens if you know a generator goes down? And so they were in constant contact with the county. We assisted um, at Franciscan Oaks, which at the time was owned by uh, the St. Clair system, and we worked very very closely with them. So we're going to continue to meet with the new leadership that comes through there and uh, make sure that we have a productive relationship. But I think it was a first good meeting. That's all I have to report. Sure, thank you. Uh, data collection for the pavement management project will be completed in a few days. Uh, the data will be analyzed by staff and the consultant team uh, so that the roadway infrastructure needs can be better prioritized. Um, we had visited the vehicle with all of this high-tech technology in it, uh, and it was impressive. Uh, staff is still going to have to do some visible visual inspections, um, but we think that this will help us better prioritize the needs uh, and hopefully save some money. Uh, much effort has gone into preparing for the winter weather cleanup and starting October 15th, a duty supervisor was assigned around the clock to react to any icy conditions. The Main Street Bridge in Menden Township will be closed starting Monday, November 16th for 30 days to allow for its replacement. And, Dina, didn't we decide to close that, or the decision was made to close that because there was some resident that was ill? No, that's... Um, that's a different bridge? That's a different bridge. Okay. Yeah, that project you're talking about on Mendham Road. Yes. Um, in Morris Township, we shifted that to the spring. Okay. And we're going to do a, a precast bridge there. That's right. And most of the work should be done over the weekend. That's it. Thank you. Uh, the project to replace the air handling units at the administration building... Uh, is on schedule. The fifth floor will be closed again uh, this Saturday. And hopefully that will be completed in short order. And that's all I have.
Thank you. Uh, Law and Public Safety, OEM and uh, County Hazmat assisted Morris Township with a mass casualty incident involving carbon, inox- carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh, three patients were transported to the hospital and 23 patients were treated at our mobile ambulance bus. The Fire Academy hosted a safety and survival weekend, uh, which offers advanced training for firefighters in how to rescue themselves if trapped. 51 firefighters attended the course, and the course is so highly regarded, uh, firefighters from other states traveled here to attend the course here at our academy. And that's all I have. Thank you. Uh, briefly for me, uh, the Freight Railroad Advisory Committee meeting uh, met last week. Uh, it was a combined meeting with the Board of Transportation and the Morris County Planning Board, and the circulation element plan was presented. Uh, they, we, there was a conference in Morristown a uh, week ago uh, for prevention of violence against women. Um, it very moving, a um, lot of information provided, a lot of moving, um, very emotional uh, stories. Um, unfortunately, it just wasn't really well attended. And, uh, you know, there were a fair amount of people there, but um, it was in a big church, and it, perhaps because of the venue, it looked like it was a smaller crowd. Um, but it was uh, quite a bit of information. And I will say, coincidentally, um, having gone to another meeting last night, completely unrelated to any business, uh, they also did a presentation about <coughs> human trafficking, trafficking, and uh, we also talked about domestic violence. So these are two issues that are really coming um uh, to the forefront uh, that people are talking about. Uh, I attended the drug court graduation. Um, again, a very moving experience to find people who have gone through a five-year program to finally be able to take a step forward. Um, a little nervous about it um, coming out of the program, but uh, it was um, about a dozen, 12 or 13 people who graduated, and then the 12 or 13 that were going to the next phase of the uh, drug court program. And I also attended Habitat for Humanity groundbreaking in Mount Olive. And uh, they have two homes that are going to be built side by side. Uh, so that was uh, very interesting. And that's all I have to report the interest of time. Uh, so we'll go to the clerk. Uh, to have anything. Thank you. No, nothing. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, on, birth- on Heather's birthday. What's my daughter's birthday? Oh, wow. so that was nice. Cool. It's her birthday and she's and birthday. birthday. Wow. Wow. Very good. <laughs> so she should learn though that she will never have a birthday. Yeah, that's right. We're all about the baby because my cool. husband there's only one day between the two. And uh-huh. We don't. We pretty much ignore his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to ignore my birthday. <laughs> Sorry, but that's the way it goes. Baby's that's the first. Department heads, who'd like to start? Yeah. No. I have nothing. Yes, Stacy, you're back there. Hi, good evening. Uh, risk management and human services conducted our annual disaster drill at Marsview. Went very well. We were able to identify uh, a destination for each of our residents, and we were able to identify a transportation plan, both internal and external. Went very well. Uh, we just 
in recognition of upcoming Veterans Day, I wanted to remind everybody, I know Dina had mentioned it at the last meeting, but the display over at the library, uh, it's the Vietnam Wall within living memory. It'll be there through the month of November. And we'll also have a distinguished uh, medal ceremony for veterans at our next meeting on the back. Oh, good. Thank you. Dina? I have no report. Thank you. I missed anybody. Nothing um, for me. It's Scott, yeah. <laughs> oh, Scott. Scott. You can forget me anytime. No. <laughs> 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 uh -huh. and, and I should have just mentioned um, in my report that also budget committee's been meeting, and uh, we are now at the point where department heads are submitting their uh, budget requests uh, that will be reviewed by Joe, and then we'll be... Um, really rolling up our sleeves and uh, getting very aggressive uh, as we approach uh, the holiday season. And I just think uh, facilities uh, capital budget better earlier as well. We did, thank you. Yes. Okay. Uh, review resolutions. Do you have any questions or comments? Comments. We will move on to our correspondence. There's none. Uh, any further discussion? Can I have a motion to close the So move. Second. Second. Aye. Favor? Oh, aye. Aye. We need to go back into close. Yes, and now I need a motion to go into close. So move. Second. Because we didn't do half of the class. Look here.